Hello and you're welcome to Honey Express. It's when you call behind the mic. So because this is the first episode of Honey Express, I think it's fitting for me to tell you a little bit about myself. So I'm studying communication and media studies in Carlton University in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm interested in creating new things. I think for me, I'm really, really growing in my love for God. Every day I'm learning new things about God. Every day new things are being revealed to me. Therefore, it's enabling me to love him more and more every day. Let's actually get into you know what this episode is about. So for this episode, I'm going to be speaking about something that has been weighing heavily on my heart, which is consciousness and our consciousness of who is in us and who we are and the benefits, the effects of who is in us. You know, I find that even before when I first started out to learn about God, many things I didn't understand, you know, that's why I was able to let certain thoughts fester in my head, like certain anxious thoughts, certain depressive thoughts. And then I found myself in a state whereby my mind had so seen depression as a reality that it was so hard to come out of. But I'm letting you know that if you find that it's hard to even get up every day in the morning, God is going to reveal himself to you because there is a battlefield of the mind, you know, and as Christians, we should be able to navigate that because the enemy would always try. Well, you know, the thing is that he is a dog that barks, but he can't bite. And I think that's what many people don't understand because the way that the enemy is portrayed to us, it's like, oh my God, darkness. Whoa, whoa, darkness. But really and truly, God, he's so... Like on my Instagram story today, I said he's a non-entity. He really is. And it's not even like it's an insult, it's a fact. And we need to perceive things the way Christ would have us perceive things. Because it's like if you know that within you is the spirit of God, you know, and you can do everything and anything that he could do here on earth, then you're going to see things a bit differently. We're going to talk about what the Bible says about consciousness. Google, what does consciousness mean? My good friend Google. Let's see what Google has to say about the word consciousness. Because I don't like using the word energy. Energy just has a like different vibe to it. Okay, consciousness. On Google, it says that it's the quality or state of being aware, especially of something within oneself, which is so good because it's like, are you aware of who is within you? That's a very good question that I ask myself every day. Whenever I'm hearing negative thoughts that are contradicting or refuting what Christ has said, I'm like, am I believing those thoughts or not? You have to make a choice because it's either they come from one place or the other. Thoughts don't just come out of nowhere. They don't. Like, it depends on your subconscious, what you're feeding your soul with, what you're really staying on, activities you're partaking in. Okay, let me give you an example. This is a game on iPhone. It's called Toy Blast. It's kind of like a Candy Crush kind of game. And I've been playing it so, so much. When I close my eyes, I see the bricks. Guys, I'm not joking. I see the bricks and I had to pray, God, please remove this thing from my head. Because how can I be seeing bricks as I'm trying to pray to my God? I'm trying to receive closed visions and I'm seeing bricks? No, please. <laughs> no, please. So... What you, what you really focus on becomes a reality in your subconscious. Even in your dreams, you begin to see these things. So don't be shocked when you see certain things. And also, certain things can be the enemy himself. But let's see what our dear friend, our dear guide, the Bible, has to say about the word consciousness. The thing I like about Google is that what you need to do is type consciousness Bible verse on Google. And it pulls up everything. Thank God, because I wonder how they must have been doing it back in the day back in the day so consciousness you can also think of in the same vein as identity right because it's like who do you know that you are who do you know is within you because you can only be conscious of what you know to be your identity so if for example i'm saying i know i'm a child of god 
you're conscious of the fact that you're a child of God, but then there are levels to which you are conscious, right? And to increase your level of consciousness about who you really are, your identity, you have to constantly stay in the world. You have to constantly engage in activities that remind you of who you are. Our dear friend James, he said that the world is like a mirror and it shows you who you are. So the longer you stay away from a mirror, you tend to forget how you looked at the time, right? So the world is an express image of who you truly are in Christ. Engaging in certain activities like praying, like being surrounded by people with the same faith, they would definitely, definitely help you out. Trust me when I say, I have noticed an exponential growth in my work with God. Being surrounded by people, say praying together for longer hours, like I find that I'm encouraged to keep going on. I'm going to be reading from John 1 verses 10 and it says, He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. So now it's talking about Jesus. Verse 11 says, He came unto his own and his own received him not. Verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Colossians 2. Okay, so I'm going to read from verse 8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. So here I'm reading the NLT version. It's just speaking about freedom from rules and a new life in Christ because it's a new kind of life. It's not something we've been used to, right? And it goes on to say in verse 9, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ who is the head over every ruler and authority. So we are also complete through our union with Christ. So we need that union with Christ first to be complete, to be whole. He is the one that makes us whole. Without him, you're not whole, but with him, you are whole. No human being can make a person whole. Only Christ has the ability to because he has paid the price. He has paid the price. Last Bible verses, 1 Corinthians 6 verse 17. It says, But the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Wow. For the people that have struggled with their identity, for the people that don't even believe that depression can end for them, for the people that don't think that there is joy for them in the morning, do you know that you have that same mind of Christ? And knowledge that is applied produces power. I, I sometimes get messages from people like, that blessed me. And as much as that's good, you have to act on it. You have to, you have to work out your salvation. Faith without works is dead. So... You're, you're hearing, it's building up faith within you. Where does faith come from? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. If you're not enabling it to become a reality, it's going to die within you. I find that the moment I understood this reality is when I, whoa, let me tell you, things changed. Let's just put it that way, things changed for me. When you hear of stories of people that enter a grocery store and demons are crying out from down the, the aisle, they don't have five heads. I think the only thing is that they have, to a point, understood their consciousness so much that they know because of who is in me, I can't stand in the same place as a demon and it will stay. What? <laughs> wow, like, I think that's where I'm getting to too. I'm just really excited because this is a way we can both learn. Some things that I may even say, it's, it's going to be cemented in my head. That's why I may say things like, whoa, because 
I find that you constantly affirming things to yourself out loud, it makes them stick. When you hear a thought in your head saying, eh, you're ugly. <laughs> God, why did I sound like that? When you hear thoughts like that, you have to counter that thought out loud. You can't just in your head say, I'm not ugly. <laughs> you have to break the thought with your words, vocally. Because that's the one way it would silence the enemy, guys. Like You just need to, to be aware of, of what the enemy's devices are. And when he has understood that you know your identity, he's going to try in a different way. So he may try with people around you, getting them to say things to you that would demean you or that would make you feel like less of yourself. Or you need to know when it's the enemy trying to speak through people because the enemy can influence people to say things. Same way God can influence people to say things. That's why we say that God speaks through different channels. Always be aware of who is in you. You know, when I think about it and Jesus' baptism, it says that John had a vision, John the Baptist, that the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God came upon Jesus like a dove. And I saw that word like, and it's like it was like a dove, but it was not a dove. Well, let's imagine that it was really a dove. How would you walk? Would you be shaking your head erratically? Because it will fall off. Or if you were even carrying a stack of books on your head, let's let's make it even more practical because I don't know who would be walking around with a dove on their head. <laughs> but imagine you have a stack of books on your head. Would you just be jumping up and down, walking around it erratically? No, no. You keep your head up high and you would look straight in one direction. The way in which you would carry yourself would change. You would be very much aware of what is upon you. That's the same thing with Christians. There's so much upon us, in us, around us. Many times we're unable to discern what's around us. I'll be reading from Matthew 18 verse 20. I'm reading from the NIV version. It says, For where two or more gather in my name, for where two or three gather in my name rather, there am I with them. So it's saying that where two or more people are gathered in the name of God, there he already is in the midst of that gathering. And you know, I'll pray this prayer. I'll say, Lord Jesus, because we know that where two or more are gathered, there you are in their midst. Lord Jesus, we ask you to come into our midst today, God. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place. Feel the atmosphere. <laughs> I think that song is, is, is nice and all, but I don't think it's scriptural because it's like, if you're really gathering in the name of God, he's already there. He got there before you, you know? It, it's not a race. It's not like, ah, I was little. Sorry. Um, you have to call upon me from heaven before I come down. No, he's there because you're there. And wherever you go, he goes. Because you, listen, you are the residential address of the Holy Spirit here on earth. You are wherever you go. If I take once, if I jump, he's jumping because he's in me. Having that consciousness makes you see things differently. And I changed my prayer too. Lord Jesus, let your spirit within me be stirred up to flow through me and feel my atmosphere i had to change the prayer and if you sing holy spirit you are welcome here i don't know if you know the song but if you still sing that song he knows the intent of your heart is that you really just want to fellowship with him i guess you feel him i don't know <laughs> i can't speak for what god wants to do he can't do anything he wants to but but you would you would you notice god in the atmosphere in the room you're in our consciousness just has to grow that we don't need to begin to ask him again, Lord, come, let me feel you. We're not chasing after feelings in Christianity, sorry, but if you're chasing after feelings, the day that you don't feel God or you don't feel tingles on your body, you feel like God has left you. He has said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So he, it's, he can't leave you, technically. He can't go back on his word. 
you know so let's not chase after feelings guys let's not chase after tingles let's not chase after whoa you're being knocked out by an angel if if things like that happen perfectly fine but i feel like they should happen after you have the consciousness of who is with you and they should happen through your fellowship with christ it should come out as a result of you fellowshipping with the most high that shouldn't be a way to know you are fellowshipping with god i just wanted to also say that let's not also forsake the gathering of the saints because one we were not created to be isolated god put people around us for a reason i think we should also learn to assume positive intent with people which flows from a place of love loving someone so much that you believe that there is a good in them so that's something i'll talk about soon enough if you didn't take anything away from all i said today guys understand that consciousness consciousness is a big thing and if you can hack the understanding of who is in you who you are and the benefits of that union at an early stage you in fact wow that's all i can say if you can hack that it's going to be a lot easier to begin to visualize certain things and see things as a reality like healing or casting out of demons or even just living a life of purity with god it's easier to visualize that because you can see him in you you can see him in you therefore you know to honor to honor who is in you by honoring your body too so we'll talk about that as well and i'm very happy because i put up um suggestions of things we should talk about and i got like a lot of responses so i'm going to keep doing that on my instagram and if you don't follow me my instagram is honey express with three s's and i go live i go live every weekday and i cannot wait i cannot wait to see you on my live i can't wait to speak with you to share with you if you have any questions you know where to find me thank you guys so much for listening may the good lord keep on increasing you in the knowledge of christ and may he keep on enabling us to conform to his image in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a super-tastic, tastic, tastic day. And I'll catch y'all later. <laughs> <laughs>